The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yeah, Simon Tierney is back for another edition of the Shopping Trolley Hotline. Simon, what are we taking to the till this week? We are taking delicious chicken Kiev or mm. chicken Kiev, depending on what way we're looking Aroma at. Aroma is already filling the studio. Yes, I cooked this for you uh, last night and only momentarily ago uh, f- uh Warmed it up for you in the microwave. So oh, so I'm having <laughs> microwaved chicken Kiev. Yeah. Mm, lovely. Okay. Um, right. So chicken Kiev, what uh, are we looking at here it's then? It's a storied history. It's a tricky one, um, Kieran, to to get the, the the really true story on this because basically... Has it anything to do with Kiev? Yeah, it, Kiev now, as we say. Yeah, it has some connection, certainly, with that city. I was actually asking Ashling, um, who our colleague who was in Ukraine last week, if she came across it. And she did come across it, but only once. Did they just call it chicken, though? <laughs> like Chinese food is called food in China. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Any good Chinese takeaways yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, it's not... Like the, it's not like their signature Ukrainian dish that you'd expect to be kind of on every street corner. It's not like that at all because multiple countries kind of claim this as their own. The French actually claim this as well. Okay. And the Russians, importantly, claim it in a kind of a, a kind of a perhaps imperial colonial attitude towards Ukrainian food. Um, so it's difficult to know. One of the theories is that um, the Russian imperial court brought French chefs over to Moscow in the mid-19th century. Okay. Um, and that they kind of were using this dish co- cooked with butter and garlic, which of course is a very French thing to do. Um, other theories are that um, the Continental Hotel in Kyiv uh, came up with this dish in the early part of the 20th century. So there's a lot of competing claims okay. going on here. But what's, what is interesting is that... Um, it's a very European dish and it's one that is still unbelievably popular yeah. in Ireland, Kieran. I counted 13 separate brands that are currently on sale in uh, Irish supermarkets today and they're pushed in front of you by your duns, your super values. They know that people are buying this, they're throwing this in their shopping trolley every week and I know for one I am one of those people. Yeah. It's something I grew up with. I'm sure you had it in your Absolutely. house growing up. And I, you know what? I I love chicken Kiev and I wouldn't be a fan of chicken Mary. Like I don't like chicken and breadcrumb without the garlic innards. It's dry. Yeah, I yeah. don't like it. Yeah. don't like it at all. Um, when my dad had to cook when we were younger, you either got chicken Maryland or you got a absolutely charred steak one or the yeah, other that yeah, was the yeah. choice there was Very only two simple. things on the menu <laughs> yeah. and neither of them were that appetising yeah. um, so maybe that's why I don't really like Chicken Maryland but I love Chicken Kiev so which of those 13 brands and counting do we have or did you okay. look at yeah so what I've got I've got a bit of a mix here I've got Super Values Irish Chicken Kiev um, which comes in at 7 euro that's for two people two portions then I have M&S's Classic Chicken Kiev Again, seven euro for two. This one is particularly interesting. Uh, the word classic in here is really important because M&S really brought Chicken Kiev to this part of the right. world. They launched this as their first fresh ready meal in 1979. So really interesting okay. there. And it's still going to this day. And then finally, at the lower end of the market, we have Western brand garlic Kiev. 
missing the word chicken there, but that's okay. We'll come to that in a minute. It does have chicken in it. <laughs> it's definitely chicken I'm going to be <laughs> eating here. And that's this? coming in at €3.50, right? Right, okay. Um, you probably difficult for you to tell which is which there, Kieran. Do you know which is which here? I know which okay. is which, yeah. Um, yeah, very hard to tell uh, on the look of it. Um, although there is... Be- sorry, it, I can't tell which brand is which, but there are differences, noticeable differences. Mm-hmm. Um the middle one, as I'm going to call it, that won't mean anything to anyone listening at home, but the middle one, um, slightly less breadcrumby on the outside. Definitely. Different, much different Definitely. appearance. Yeah, um, much different in appearance. Much tighter breadcrumb on the left, on the right. A, a bigger breadcrumb. Almost looks like it could be like battered for a moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That big a breadcrumb. Absolutely. So what what we've what's going on here, uh, first of all, I suppose, uh, to point out is that two of these products are using fresh whole chicken breast. Okay. okay. And one of them, the cheaper one, obviously, is using what I would describe as reconstituted chicken. Now, oh. the way they describe this on the back of the packet, and this is why it's half the price of the other two, mm. we have to be fair, is it says, quote unquote, chopped and shaped chicken breast with added water. Right. Now, that that's not something you're going to get on a Michelin star menu, for sure. No. <laughs> um, but it is... Could be delicious. It could be delicious. And you know what? When I ate this one, it's the one that triggered my nostalgia the strongest. Because it reminded me of my childhood uh, when chicken Kievs were, you know, coming out of the freezer most yeah. of the time um, in the in the 90s. But- so... Um, yeah, go ahead. No, but, but before we taste anything, I mean, what's what's the difference beyond one of them being reconstituted chicken in terms of anything else, like their garlic content, salt content? There's massive differences here. Like, take the M&S one, which I have to say, in my experience, when I taste tested these three last night, was the tastiest, probably because it had the biggest butter content. Mm, nice. Now, that's important because... It is by far the saltiest option here. It's saltier than the cheapest version, which kind of probably upends stereotypes about really yeah. cheap food. The MS uh, Chicken Kiev contains 23% of your daily intake of salt, which is staggering. But get this, the MS one also has 51% of your daily intake of saturated fat. Oh, so th- I was going to say I could eat four of them a day based on the salt intake. your intake only of saturated two, Only two fat, of them, so... <laughs> which is just extraordinary amount yeah. of fat, really, isn't it? It is. That's absolutely massive. And that is one of these three I have in front of me. So, will um, we The other big difference, embark? of course, is that the Super Value one is prepared fresh in store. Oh. So it has the least amount of preservatives or anything like that. Like it's actually made by their butchers in store. Cellophane is put over the wrapper and then home you go with it. So that's by far the freshest product here. There's no doubt about that. Okay, I'm starting. Starting on the left with what I described as uh, the one with the tightest breadcrumb. Um, ah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Just checking to make sure I know which one mm. is which. Yeah, okay. Okay. So it's nice, yeah. So you, the first one you had there, yeah, mm-hmm. is... Wouldn't describe that as overly salty now, so I, I suspect that's not the M&S oh, okay. one. Okay, and now you're moving on to the middle one, which you said this was is... dressed in perhaps less breadcrumbs. Yeah, l- an awful lot less breadcrumbs, or okay. fewer. Um, yeah, it smells a little more garlicky. Mmm. Mmm. How's my cooking, by the way? Mmm, it's good, yeah. Any... 
Any comments on that? Or? Nope. Good cooking. <laughs> good reheating in the microwave. Yeah. Um, mm. More buttery. More, more garlic. Sorry, this more is number filling. two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Grant. Um, uh, I know this word annoys some people, but a moister experience. Okay. Interesting. Uh, okay. Than, um, than numbers. I wonder to what degree have, has the butter... Uh, Evaporated. Uh, well, or just... Um, congealed around whatever happened to be in the corner anyway <laughs> who knows <laughs> <Find out. laughs> this is a very scientific process disclaimer I'm not taking any responsibility for any illnesses that occur mm. after this mm. <laughs> mm. so well, what about number three any difference to the, to um, the last one funnily enough even though it looked more like number one it tasted more like number two Interesting. Yeah. God, I have to say, I'm a little bit worried because you've had a really good streak the last few yeah. weeks. I, I feel like you're going in a really bad direction with your conclusions here. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. I'm not going to try and anticipate what I should guess based on what you just said. And I'm just going to go with uh, my gut. I'm going to say that uh, number one was the the cheap brand, Western brand garlic bread. Uh, the middle one was Super Value and the one on the right was M&S. Interesting. So you got the Super Value one correct. So the freshest yeah. butcher prepared one was the middle one. Yeah, that tasted the nicest. That was the Super Value. Okay. Um, that one also differs from the other th- other two in the sense that it has cheese in it as well. Oh, that's so what I was It gives a tasting. bit of extra yeah. flavour. Um, and then you were wrong about the others. Wow. Yeah. So much, I uh, Much to the horror, I'm sure, of Marks and Spencer's. Yeah, sorry, the Marks and Spencer's <laughs> one was quite dry. It's interesting. I think it might Didn't have really suffered overnight because I found that one quite moist last night. When yeah, I well, there is, there's quite a bit of butter in the corner of the container here. Yeah. And I wonder, is that the... Would you like a straw the, the to, M&S butter? To, to take the rest of that I'm out? I'm going to pour that out onto a teaspoon. You, you horrify me. You, Why? you disgust. Look at this. <laughs> oh, that's delicious. That is pure here, melted quick butter. question about the quality of the chicken because mm. you mixed up the M&S and the, the cheaper brand. So yeah, I'm curious I wouldn't, have, know, to I wouldn't know. have noticed the difference now between so the you, you real chicken and yeah. the reconstituted chicken. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't have noticed the difference at all. Now, what's, what, what's curious for me, Kieran, about, because people are concerned about the provenance of where their meat comes from, right? So what's interesting is that the Super Value one is the only one where we're guaranteed that the chicken is from one animal and that it is... A chicken. <laughs> no, that it's Irish All right, chicken. Okay. <laughs> okay. The M&S one says that it's made in Ireland with M&S assured chicken from farms in the UK and the EU. That takes a little bit of unpacking to understand. It's yeah. made in Ireland, but we don't know if the chicken is from Ireland. That means that it's assembled in Ireland, but that the chicken is probably from continental Europe and Britain. What about a reconstituted chicken? And then our reconstituted chicken comes from uh, meat made, sorry, from chicken made using Irish, UK and European chicken. Okay, right? so the same as the MS. Mm, similar. No. Um, the but the but because it's reconstituted, we don't know if all the chicken is from one animal. Do you know what I mean? Ah, I see. So at least my if I'm eating a M&S chicken Kiev, that chicken breast could come from a chicken. It's in from one animal, Poland or exactly. Italy or yeah, Amsterdam yeah, yeah, yeah. or Armagh. Yeah. I don't have a clue. Yeah. Uh, 
But, but the reconstituted one I'm could not, be a mix of all the same. I'm not saying for certain that it doesn't come flavor. from one animal. I'm just saying that it's it, a multi-ethnic it, chicken it breast. It could be a multi-ethnic chicken breast, and that's fine because I also found it delicious. But mm. for some people, that might be an issue. You know what? Uh, Super value was the tastiest, and that little bit of cheese actually uh, was was uh, an added delight. Um, but uh, in terms of the price value, I mean, it's hard to look past the reconstituted chicken. Well, yeah, I, I know. Like, uh, did it remind you of your childhood as well? It's that kind of, you know... Once my mother was cooking, not yeah. my dad. <laughs> yeah. Now, you can see the way these products are presented is quite different. The The Western brand one comes in plastic, which of course is recyclable, but it's yeah. a lot of plastic. The other two are really handy because I was able to cook them in the trays oh, in which they are produced. So handy. So for someone like me who's currently living at home on my own, it was exceptionally handy for me to throw in the oven. No wash up. Uh, no wash up. Tell Actually, me this. Yeah, go ahead. Did you, and just be honest now, Simon. Yeah. Did you, because you're there on your own, there's yeah. no one there to judge you. Yeah. Did you eat it out of the tray that you cooked it in? Or did you put it onto a plate? <laughs> You edited out of the tray, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Yes, I knew it. Of course, you edited out of the Why tray. Why are you outing me as a co- total it slob? Ma- it makes sense, Simon. You're not a slob. You're sensible. You're a slob, but you're a sensible. I slob. I also made frozen chips to go with it. Good. You're, I'm glad. I'm glad you have the courage to admit it on then national radio. I watched radio. an episode of Frasier. It was a great evening. Yeah, lovely, lovely. And then, and how much washing up had you do? Almost Fair. nothing. Almost none. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.